0: You're on the yacht once again on the Radio Adelaide, 101.5. I am your good host, Adam. It's very it's very good to have you all here listening to us. As always, like fond memories, this is On The Yacht. Ah, uh, it's Friday, the 19th of December, and that means one thing. Chrissy, the spirit of Christmas, is in the air. Have you bought prezzies for all your loved ones, your kids, your friends, your family? I hope you have because it's getting a bit later. Uh, you'll probably, well if you're like me you'll be out there rushing around looking for presents for friends, colleagues, it's interesting that I should say colleagues because I have my colleagues here in the studios. Norman Vine, hello.
1: Hello, Adam. Always a pleasure to be here.
0: Have you bought Chrissy's? Chrissy Prezies? Oh,
1: certainly not. Someone else
0: handles that for me. Oh, good. But you've got it all sorted out. Well, yes. That's what they're paid for. And I've got a Chrissy present in mind for this this friend. Uh, it's Dr. Kevin Goodall, who has returned to the show
2: uh, from On Safari, was it? Uh, <laughs> no, not not quite Adam, um, I have to say I've I've just been on a little bit of a speaking tour, mm. taking in the uh, southern regions of this hemisphere, really. Okay. But it's it's lovely to be back here in South Australia, I must
0: say. Lovely. It is the best place in the world, in my opinion.
2: Mm. True. truly the finest oh just just walking down the street in Adelaide after I got off the plane, I was I was jet lagged and I I was drenched in sweat and torrential rains, but it just when that wave of heat hit me I thought yes I am I am back home. It feels good, doesn't it,
0: to be back in one's familiar surrounds. Oh yes. Yes.
1: But I, I prefer Europe, but that's just my personal opinion.
0: Well if you like Europe so much, Norman, why don't you go there? Why don't you live there? Well, too much pollution too much you, you like driving your car to work in the mornings oh
1: i don't drive my car i have
0: a chauffeur adam i see
1: i'm sure he likes driving mm-hmm. he does it for a
0: living well, you didn't—you didn't go to Europe on your speaking tour, is that right, uh, Doctor Kevin Goodall?
2: Uh, uh no, I—I I took in uh, most of the eastern seaboard, then had a brief sojourn over to the, uh, well, uh, our friends across the pond in New Zealand, and mm. then flew on down to uh, Van Diemen's Land across Bass Strait. Um, What's va- sorry, Van Diemen's Land? i never—that's <laughs> just a little joke, Adam. Um, you might know it by the name of Tasmania, or perhaps the Appalachian. Ah yes, the Apple Isle. Yes, Lots. I had had a speaking engagement mm-hmm. um, in a bookshop in Hobart, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then uh, headed up to Launceston with a packed lunch. Lonnie. Oh, oh, oh I have heard some youths call it that, Adam. <laughs> yes. Yes, um, yes. No. Not not me though. Not a mild-mannered man like me. No, I, I admit I'm not as down with the youth as I'd like to be. <laughs> oh. But, so maybe, you should, maybe you should come up to the Flinders University with me, Adam. We could you, you rap with the students there, oh, do you? Oh, uh, I've heard they sometimes do the break dances on the plaza, but I, I can't say I've seen it myself. Is that the one where they spin on their heads? <laughs> oh, boy. It's, it's silly just thinking about it, but I've had, I have heard oh, that such things can mm, happen,
1: yes. Okay. Norman. But what exactly were you speaking on this speaking tour about? Oh, have um, you covered that already? I'm sorry. I wasn't really listening (laughs) to you, Norman.
2: Uh, What, have you got some uh, plug in your ear which is talking about your stock interests or something? Well, not a plug. But, uh, but
1: I, have, I have my systems, but I, I was interested. You were in Tasmania. Mm-hmm. Do you, did you happen to hear about those, those devils, those Tasmanian devils with the facial cancer?
2: I did hear about it. It was the front page of the newspaper. And um, well, What
1: is the name of that newspaper? The Hobart something.
2: Yes, the, the Hobart. M- the Mercury. The Hobart thing.
1: Yes, the, I, don't, I don't get it. That's I'm a not.
0: lesser known paper, I think, Norman. <laughs> the Hobart thing. Mm. Have you read it? Not No. No. He
2: owns it. <laughs> what, are, what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> Legal disclaimer, Norman Vine does own the Hobart thing.
2: No, um, in answer to your question, I, I'm sure this is not of interest to you, Norman. You have far more important things to worry about, but I was just talking about some research that I've been following up for the last few years, basically forming a rebuttal to uh wind shuttle's books on the uh, first Australians. I've I've written my own paper which is entitled Up Yours Wind Shuttle. Now, and it's I yes. saw
0: a fascinating doco on the ABC. A
2: documentary? Oh, yes.
0: Uh about some lads who were in the prisons in uh what do you call Port Arthur. Okay. They had escaped from the prison and they they say uh, it was on a pe- the Port Arthur is on a peninsula. You see, mm. and they had escaped somehow by disguising themselves as kangaroos. <laughs> is
2: that right? As a kangaroo, I didn't,
0: they, re- I didn't realize there were kangaroos on Tasmania. Yes, there certainly they are. Just,
2: they just hopped
0: over the fence, did they? They skinned the kangaroo and then covered themselves like a, a garment, and hopped along, and the guards were fooled apparently. But good grief! Yes, uh, well, it's a, an amazing tale of. Did a, they
1: sp- did they fit both of their heads under that uh, kangaroo? No, skin? no,
0: different kangaroos. Oh, is it? Yes, but unfortunately, the the place is so remote. You see, it was Tasmania. It's uh, the wild frontier, and they had nowhere to go. Well, you're not going to get across Bass Strait, are you? No, you certainly not. And there unless wasn't.
2: Unless you've got your own Tom Thumb.
0: There wasn't much back. Uh, Back uh, on the mainland in those times, we're talking about the early 1800s. Oh, I see. I thought you meant in, in recent no, times. No, not recently. Not oh, recently. I see. This is this is in convict settlement days. I see. But it was terrible. Uh, the la- the men found that there was nothing, nowhere for them to go, and mm. they starved. Uh, but to avoid stardom, they killed one another and ate each other. They ate Their one another. Particularly the, the... man's heart. ...the hearts and livers. Good
2: grief. This reminds
1: me of a movie I saw recently. Called, uh... Oh, what is it? I forget. I'm friends with someone who worked on it. Friends in the movie business. What's it called? I
2: don't know. I don't know.
1: Cannibal... The... Cannibal Eaters of Tasmania or something like that.
0: Cannibal Lecter. Something like that. Cannibal Lecter. Okay. Well, we'll look Van that... Van Diemen. We'll look that one up in the break and, uh... See what's happening. You're on the yacht. Coming up next is Morton Patterson, a collectibles expert. Stay tuned. More tea, Betty? Oh, thank you very
3: much. Hold on. How did you do that without your glasses? I've had laser eye surgery. Can't you tell? But what? Yes. Last week, I went down to the Smithfield Plains Laser Eye Surgery Clinic and got my eyes done. But my husband told me that laser eye surgery can be very dangerous. Oh no, not at all. It's completely painless. But what about the cost? I can't afford expensive surgery. Not when we're all tightening our belts. That's what I thought, too. But it turns out it's not. It's very affordable. What price range? Under $500? Oh, less than that. Under $400? Keep going, Betty. $300? No, not that far. At $329.95. That's for both eyes. That's a very good deal. Maybe my husband will find me sexually attractive again. I'm sure he will. Hmm. What was that place again? The Smithfield Plains Laser Eye Surgery Clinic. It's in Smithfield Plains. Smithfield? That's where my dentist is.
0: So, you want a lawnmower, do you? Well, I reckon it's about time you high-tailed yourself down to the shop that we call the lawnmower factory. Oh, we certainly don't make them here. But boy, can we sell them. John Deere. Hector, ride-ons, yeah, we've got all your favorite brands. So come on down, grab yourself a lawnmower and ride out on one. You can't actually ride out on one. It's illegal to drive them on public motorways. So bring a trailer or some kind of truck, I don't know, the lawnmower factory. There's a local near you.
4: You're on the Yacht on 101.5 FM. You're on the
0: Yacht with me, Adam, your host. Our guests, Norman Vine and Dr. Kevin Goodall, have just popped out for a bit of a tea break or a cup of tea, but they will be back. So don't do, if you wanted to hear more of them, don't, don't fret. They'll be back in, in just a jiffy. For now, uh, what we'll actually be talking about is what we'll be talking to our accredited collectibles expert, Morton Patterson. So let's say hi to Morton right now. Hello.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes. Well, we always love having you on here because you're such a knowledgeable person.
1: Oh, thank you, Adam.
0: <laughs> uh, you've got such a lovely accent. Uh, where, where is that from?
1: I, I am from the Netherlands.
0: The ne- the Netherlands? Nevel- uh, y- yes. Uh, what's collecting like in the Netherlands? I mean, what kind of... Well, we- it's a, there's a lot of uh, miniature
1: windmills. <laughs> uh, if I yes. had... Uh, whatever currency we use. Oh, the euro. It's been several years since I've gone to Mm. my home country. They uh, used to have something else, and now they have the euro. it used to be many currencies that you could use, but now there's just the one. Uh, I I used to collect uh, the currencies of Europe, but uh, it's uh, difficult to find those
0: uh, currencies now. Mm. Well, I suppose it's uh, it's not been a good time for currency collectors in Europe, has it?
1: No, not with this... uh, you know, world financial uh, crisis. L- oh, liquidity yes. is uh, down the toilet, which is uh, fitting when you think about it,
0: Adam. <laughs> I suppose you, I suppose it is, Morton. You've made a bit of a funny. Uh, we don't approve of that kind of humour on this show, so I'm going to have to give you a warning. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll I, I, I remember that. Ah, I'm just joking you, Morton. Oh, with, uh, a, uh, little, a little punnery is quite fun. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, so we might we might get our callers to uh talk with me the
1: world renowned collectibles expert.
0: <laughs> yes, we'll get them in and call 83035000, that's where you'll find us. Uh well, we've got a caller now actually. Let's let's get her on the air. It's Judy Boulderstone. Boulderstone? Okay.
1: <laughs> Don't have that name back home.
0: <laughs> yes, Judy, you're on the air.
1: Hello, Morton. Hello, uh Judy. How how My are you?
5: Husband. Oh, sorry. Is just Purchased yes? An antique Victorian dandy horse velocity.
1: Oh, <laughs> it's, uh, really? They're, they're very hard to find, it you know.
5: In average condition, maybe poor to fair.
1: Uh, wh- what is the, um, it's made out of metal, I presume?
5: It has a metal frame with rubber wheels and a bell that is made out of a of I am
1: not sure. How, how is the uh, condition of the metal? Does it uh, have rust on it at all? for the purposes of this you can just uh, refer to it uh, as your bicycle Uh, but as for your rust problem, I think uh, what you need there is some uh, steel wool Uh, you just uh, rub that on the metal and uh, the shavings will uh, bring the rust to the ground and uh, maybe just uh, put some uh, shoe polish or something on it to make it uh, clean afterwards.
5: From what kind of sheep does the steel wool come from?
0: Uh, well, thanks for that call, Judy. That was, that was quite interesting. Next up on the line, uh, Morton, we have Roger Boulos.
5: Uh Hello, Roger. Uh, hello, yes. Uh, I would like to speak to the uh, collectible guy.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, yes, you're speaking to him. That's me. Oh, that's you. <laughs> I, I'm, Morton, uh, I, I'm Morton Patterson. <laughs> uh, hello, hello, Morton. Hello.
5: Yes, well, I, I collect antique cathode ray tubing. Oh, uh, I see. Yes? I, I see. Oh, you see. Well, I just want to know what they're
1: worth.
0: A fair bit. I'd say Emergent Morton. Mm.
1: Well, yes, that's true.
5: I I think it... Well, it depends... But I do want to know what Morton thinks, really. That's oh. Not really. You're not the correctable guy, are you?
0: I am the host, Roger, so please show a little courtesy.
5: Oh, okay. Okay. Fine.
0: Continue speaking to Morton, though, Roger. I'll let you have that. All right.
5: Fine. Thank you, Morton. Can you please answer
1: my question? Well, as to the value of uh, the the cathode ray tubing, I would uh, say it. It has. It depends on uh, wh- how clean uh, they are. Because if they're in good condition, it could be worth uh, quite a lot. Uh, are they clean,
5: mm, Roger? Uh, that's the thing. I was. I was actually wondering how to
1: clean them. Well, see, what you need for that is uh, uh, some steel wool, and you just rub that on there, and it. Uh, it cleans it. It's it's magical stuff, and maybe maybe after that you can get some. Oh, I don't know, some uh, some shoe polish or something like that, and really bring out the shine. And mm. that cathode ray will will do whatever it does. Uh, well,
5: very good. So steel wool, uh, if not shoe polish. Yes. Fantastic. Okay.
0: okay. Thanks very much for that, Roger. We'll see you another time. I'm sure. Lovely to hear about that. Uh, that those cathodes, though. Good to see somebody still uses them for something. All right. Well, let's get another caller on. Uh, we've got Andrew Ravidus on, line one.
5: Okay,
1: Andrew, talk to me.
5: Hello, Morton. I am a record collector of considerable note, and I was wondering what your advice would be to keep my numerous records in mint condition. Ah,
1: well, of course... Uh, I, I assume you have at least, uh, you, you still have the original plastic wrapping that comes have, with the record?
5: Yes, I have enlisted the help of plastic wrappings for all of my records, and I have placed them in a cool, dry room.
1: Well, that's very good. You, uh, you cannot uh, begin to comprehend how much of a difference that makes over a long period of
5: time. What I am worried about is there is a bit of dust on the records that I can't stop.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Well, well, dust is a record collector's worst nightmare. You might call him the devil, but I'm not a religious person, so I wouldn't call him that. But, hey, each to their own. Uh, You want to get... Uh, have you heard of those uh, specialized record cleaning uh, sprays and uh, gels, stuff like that?
5: Yes, I have tried many.
1: Oh, well, you don't want to try those. What you need is some steel wool, mm. and you just uh, grind the steel wool into the grooves of the record, and the dust just falls out. And uh, loose vinyl will come out as well. That's good. You don't need all of that.
5: Very good. Thank you for your advice, Morton. I will see you and Adam at a later date, I am sure.
1: Thank you. Well, you're welcome. Uh, Andrew, yes.
0: Well, that was an interesting session. Uh, Thanks for all the calls, everyone. Morton, would, would you like to say anything before you leave us?
1: Well, well, of course, Adam. Uh, I'd like to thank you very much for inviting me onto the show. <laughs> well, you flatter me, <laughs> Morton. Always a pleasure. Uh, but yeah. if if I could, I've actually just um, I, I've just come across a shipment of steel wool. So I, if anyone uh, is interested in uh, you know purchasing some mm-hmm. from me, uh, if they'd like to call uh, in the next few minutes, eight three three five thousand, and I can get in touch with them.
0: Okay. Well, that, we can arrange that. Uh, so call in if you'd like some of that. Uh, in the meantime, let's let's cross over to, uh, this.
1: Smooth. Just one word that comes to mind when I'm smoking my lungs out on Vine and Hedges' fine cigars. But if these new anti-smoking laws have forced you to enjoy your fiery passion alone in the dark, Shut off from society, prepare yourself for the greatest innovation in tobacco technology since the smoking jacket. Vine and Hedges is proud to announce its new range of animal-friendly products. Cigarettes for pets allow you to enjoy a smoke in the company of your best friend. (coughs) What's that, checkers? (laughs) Of course I've got a light. Cigarettes for pets, tested on animals, and they loved it. They couldn't stop. Only from Vine and Hedges for the smoking man and his dog. I'm Norman Vine and I endorse this event or product. It's a camper van that you're
6: looking for, so come knock on. Got We've got new, new ones, ones, but mostly, mostly used ones used at Larry's, Larry's camper, camper Vans. It's a camper van that you're looking for, so come knock on our door. We've got, got new ones, but mostly used ones at Larry's Camper Vans. Quality camper van. Come see Larry at Larry's Camper Vans. Quality Camper Vans. Come see Larry at Larry's Camper Vans. Larry's Camper Vans. Larry's Camper Vans. vans. It's
1: It's a camper van. Larry's Camper Vans.
4: 220 South Road. You're on the yacht, on Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM. Ah, ring-a-ding-ding,
0: that's the bell of a yacht, because we're on the yacht. Oh, yes, I'm your host, Adam. Also in the studio with me is Dr. Kevin Goodall.
2: Buona Sarah, Adam.
0: And Norman Vine. Hello. Before we get into things, let's just grab a quick time check from uh, Tim Ray in the newsroom. Tim?
4: Good morning, it's just ticked over. 26 minutes past the hour of 12. Ah,
0: thanks. thanks very much, Tim. That was. It's good to know. It's good to keep track of the time so everything's running hunky dory. Uh, we were just talking to Morton Pedersen, who was our collectibles expert. Well, you lads weren't in the studio for that, were you? So...
1: No, I, I bumped into him outside, though.
0: Yeah, did you find him a nice chap?
1: Yes, yeah, funny looking. Yeah. Yes.
0: He's got a bald head. <laughs>
2: yes, he it does. It's the nose, really. What a conk. But, <laughs> but let's not. Let's. I mean, come on. You, yeah. It's it's not f- appropriate to. Be easy on uh, yeah. He's a treasured guest. Oh, I. I have no problem with him as a human. Now
0: we're just. We're just having
2: a bit it's of a not, laugh, here.
1: Not mean spirited. <laughs> no, no. We're all good uh, friends here. He's
0: a bit weird looking, though. Uh, know, yeah. But... No, actually, what I wanted to ask you lads about was collectibles. Are you, Dr. Kevin
2: Goodle, is there a particular item that you like to hoard? Uh, early on in my youth, Adam, I did have quite the collection of um the National Geographic magazine. Yes, okay. But I have to say, um, oh, about three years ago when I underwent a, a bit of a Buddhist revival, I, I did away with my physical possessions and actually cast them into a fire. I see, I see. Do you regret that now or...? Uh, happy uh, some days yes mm-hmm. but it it has cleared up a lot of space in my bedroom yes w- were they valuable oh well i part of this buddhist philosophy is uh, mm. removing value from the the tangible the tangible things okay well that's interesting uh you Norman, have the, you were glaring at me from across the room. Well, I was, I was going to say,
1: did you have any of those ones from the nineteen twenties? You know, oh yes, those uh, those African tribal people. You, you know, I think you know the ones that I'm referring to. I, you didn't, you didn't I burn mind. those, did you?
0: Um. Oh, those
1: were the good ones. Oh,
0: they Norman, great.
1: they don't make them. They're not even available.
0: Norman, on the Norman, let's not discuss pornography on
1: this show. It's, it's. I was talking about the maps. <laughs> But hey, I can tell you what I collect, Norman. Because I love talking Norman about me. Norman. Yes. What do you collect? I collect 18th-century Georgian credenzas.
2: Credenzas. Yes. I, I see. I have five of them. I was talking about them last week. And by credenza, you mean a hybrid of a drawer and a shelf, is that right? I believe that is, the general um. Agreement. What What would you I say is the is. Uh, defining characteristic of a good credenza? It's made out of wood, mm-hmm. cannot be made out of anything
1: else. No. Stained wood, oak, maybe maybe pine. What about a steel credenza? No, not in the 18th century, not Georgian. <laughs> maybe Victorian, maybe Edwardian, certainly not. Maybe Georgian from the 20th century, but not Georgian from the 18th century.
0: Mm. Perhaps if I could come back in here. Uh, so no, all wood, do you have the wooden handles, or...? Is that made out of steel or...
1: Brass. The handles are
0: brass. Brass. Well,
1: doesn't on, brass. on one of them. One of them is brass. I think a couple of them... It's been... A, they're in my garage. It's been a couple of years since I've had a good look at them. Mm. How many credenzas would you have, Adam? Like I said earlier, five. I have five credenzas.
0: Five credenzas.
2: That's five. Actually, mm.
0: you're talking to Norman Vine, Dr. Kevin Goodall. I think you've
2: gone uh, crazy on that <laughs> safari you've been on. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry, I was, I was looking at the other man. Um, You're looking at I me. I forget his name. Norman Vine. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, were you talking to the producer behind me? I think so. Well, I, As I said, I, I got off the plane this morning, my brain's still a little bit addled. Jumbled. You, Jumbled, yes, I'm sorry. So it's a very capable chap behind the glass there. Adam, I, I must ask you, what what do you collect? Playing cards. Oh, yes. Any, any particular discipline?
0: Yes, I use them to make those towers where you stack them oh, up yes. in triangles and you make a big tower and that's, yes. that's very fun. Now, what,
2: what is your thought on the controversial uh, Joker card? I enjoy the Joker when he is a real
0: Joker. I mean, I'm not a fan of these Joker cards with pictures of bunnies or uh, finches or any kind of bird or animal.
2: I really just prefer it when they have a court jester. A man and his jokes. That's that's all you need, Adam. A man and his jokes. <laughs> no, you don't need a joker. Uh, except for games like Canasta, perhaps.
5: Hmm?
2: Now, so You're iPhone. listening
4: to Radio Adelaide on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM. On the yacht.
0: Yeah, sorry about that. Folks, you are on the yacht with me, Adam. That, that producer has some lessons mm. to learn. What's cut, his cut his eyes off.
1: <laughs> well, this Except we're not in the 18th century here. We, we no, 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 I've no, been right. in
0: Tasmania. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Well, we're not in the 18th century, but what we are going to talk about is letters. Hmm. Letters. Oh, yes. Yes.
2: Uh, Norman, I've heard you described as a man of letters. Yes. Mm. Several
0: they make up my name. Ah, yes, that would explain it, Adam. Yes, no, we we're getting. Uh, I think you had an interesting story. It was about letters, did you?
2: Hmm. Well, yes, I, I do, but I I thought that you you might want to read out some oh, letters. Okay. That we'd received first, and Re- then, well, then we'll tell. Yes, the story.
0: okay. Let's explain this properly. We've received some letters uh, from our fans, adoring public, and well, it could be from you, our listeners. Surely that's where our letter's coming from. I don't think we have too many people writing in that don't listen to the show. Norman Vine. Yes, Adam? uh, You are reading out the first letter, so shoot.
1: Okay, well, this this appeared in my in-tray, and I shall dictate as follows. Dear crew of On the Yacht, I love listening to your show. I am an elderly woman, set in her traditional ways, and there is nothing I enjoy more than sitting on the floor in front of the warm glow of my wireless and listening in awe to people talk about things that I like. My late husband was an admiral, you know, and I'm sure that if he were alive today, he would be very jealous that I dedicate an hour of my evening to listen to the heavenly voice of Tim Ray and also Norman Vine." I added that bit in there. I was just wondering, is Norman Vine single? Yours seductively, Violet Crumbly, aged 87. Well, well if I may say thank you, thank you very much, Violet. Mm I flattering. Very, I appreciate that very much. I must say, however, unfortunately for you, I am spoken for. My lovely uh-huh. lady
0: friend Jennifer and I are quite happy together. Excellent, excellent. Uh, I was interested to hear, Crumbly was the last name. Now, when I was in a nav- in the Navy as a lad, I... Remember an Admiral Crimbley, so maybe this is the same one. Maybe uh, his uh, his spouse. How old was uh? No, no, Admiral. I think uh. Yes. V- lovely Violet said that. Uh, her late her husband. Husband. Husband was was an Admiral. I think it said husband. Yes, husband. Yes. Uh, She's
1: 87 years young.
0: It. It. Uh, I'm pretty sure I remember an Admiral Crimbley in the Navy, back when I was a young whippersnapper.
5: Hmm. Perhaps it's know. the
0: same one. Violet may be right back in. See if uh, your late husband remembers uh, uh, a young, strapping, uh, dark-haired, <coughs> very large uh, biceps. Uh,
1: are, y- are you talking about you, or you're talking about somebody else
0: now? No, we'll just get Violet to r- write in and and, uh, and see what she says.
2: Now, I've got a story to tell you, Adam, mm-hmm. and Norman knows what I'm talking about, because... Um, Earlier on this morning, uh, Norman came and picked me up from the airport in his, uh... Oldsmobile.
1: <laughs> I have I have many was cars. I... Please don't insult my collection of classic cars. <laughs>
2: was, it a, was it the Rolls-Royce, Norman? No, this
1: was a, a 1939 Oldsmobile. It was the first car to have automatic transmission, and
2: I'm, I own it. I'm sorry, I can't help but poke fun, but um, in all seriousness... It looks like a cotton gin. But that's another story. Uh, you came and picked me up from the airport, and we headed headed down the shore and decided to indulge in an ice cream because it was a lovely day. Mm -hmm. And we noticed that on the uh, sign of this ice creamery, and I'd better not say the name, but one letter was missing. Uh, Obviously, some kind of vandal or youth had stolen a letter from this ice creamery, and it was the letter D. And we were talking about letters, and, and it's very interesting because the letter D... You turn it upside down and it can just as easily become the letter p or you turn it around it can be the letter b or upside down again the letter q or perhaps even if you were to remove the stalk from it it might make the letter a and and just talking about letters before reminded me of this because i thought isn't it extraordinary within our language that one little symbol can be changed into so many Different symbols. Well, that is language. Yes.
0: Yeah, that is language. That's a very interesting point, and that's why you're employed at university, might I add. Yes, I guess uh, so. Do you have a favourite of the letters? Dr. Kevin Goodall.
1: <laughs>
0: what are um, you? The, the whistler. You're the whistler again. Oh, dear, I... The whistler makes a bit of an S sound, perhaps.
2: The S is your It favorite? is a good one. It's a versatile letter. Hmm. Mm. I, I think something draws me to the vowels, though. Yes. I like the vowels. Very handy, aren't Maybe they the letter O. O. O, it's mm. nice and round, and it has a, a good tone to it. Perfect symmetry. Oh, yes. Yes.
0: Not as a capital, though, though. No. Only the, the lowercase.
2: Only case. the lowercase. Uh, uh, well. Norman? Norman? Yes. N. N. N for Norman.
1: Yes, and many other words as well. Just neuroses. consult your
0: dictionary. Neuroses, Norman. That's one of them.
2: (laughs) And we know Norman has Mm. his share of those.
0: (laughs) Well, I should just say I like all letters equally. Uh, I I couldn't say that I have a favourite and I use... I do not discriminate in my usage of letters because I think that all letters deserve a fair go. And if I were to forego the use of a Z because it was sharp and untamed and perhaps not all that frequently used, then what kind of person would I be?
1: A How bad am- Scrabble player. That's what you are. It's a good philosophy. Doesn't work in practice, yes. Adam.
0: Yeah, well, if you, if you... Well, no, but I don't. I don't bias towards that, because if I were a Scrabble player, I would be biased toward the Z. But I'm not. I will use an E and a Z in the same frequency that they occur. How remarkably utilitarian of you, Adam. Y- yes, well... I, I, it's just my philosophy that everyone gets a fair go. Mm. And, you know, that's, that's, that's why when I go to the ice cream parlor, you didn't invite me today, might I add, but I will get the three flavors, the chocolate, the vanilla and the strawberry. Oh ah,
2: the Neapolitan.
0: I'm I, sorry. I must clarify. My Oldsmobile
1: only has two seats out of her. You don't want to ride on the roof, do you? <laughs> oh dear.
0: Do you have a roof rack?
1: Uh, yes, I'm pretty sure that's still illegal though Oh dear, maybe, maybe the boot t- Tell you what, next time uh, Kevin can stay at home and yeah, we, we can go get ice cream
0: together oh, That sounds lovely Norman uh, That's maybe a story for another day though So let's have a song You're on the Yacht, Radio Adelaide 101.5
1: How
6: you
1: going? I'm Tony from Tony's Golf Bunker What's your handicap? Hey, you don't even need one. Anyone can grab a club and swing. Like this guy. And this girl. And little Sam here. Whoa, easy there, sport. That's worth $300. Well, for you, it's free. Come on down. Tony's Golf Bunker. And you'll get a free sandwich. <laughs> Let's hope you don't have to use it. 72 Waymouth Street in the city. Tony's Golf Bunker. Our products are above par. So your game will be subpar. That's regulation. Which is good.
7: Hey! These broken wings! And love to fly again! But live so free!
5: Oh
0: no, he's singing in the shower again. Is there any way I can stop hearing this caterwauling? Soundproof your bathroom today.
1: You've got my attention. Continue. Come on down to Red's Bathroom Supplies. We can supply you all the equipment you'll need to soundproof your bathroom. No more will you have to put up with Dad's dorky singing.
0: Whoa, that sounds necessary. The charges are minimal.
1: What's that? I couldn't hear you. I'm in my soundproof bathroom. Yes. You could lock someone in here and they could be screaming at the
7: top of their lungs and no one would know about it!
0: What if I cut myself shaving and start bleeding to death? Will my family hear my screams? No!
7: That's the
1: beauty of a soundproof bathroom! You won't irritate anyone! Pfft! Sign me up! Red's bathroom supplies. Just look for the red page in the yellow pages. It's towards the back.
4: Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM This is Tim Ray speaking
0: Yes, you had better believe that's right You're on the yacht on Radio Adelaide, 101.5 It's 15 minutes to the hour, so that means only one thing It's time for news
4: Good morning, it's 13 degrees, which means it's time for a news update. Hello, I'm Tim Ray and it's 17 degrees. Johnson & Johnson have recently announced record profits from the last financial year owing their success to their ever-popular baby oil. Meanwhile, mothers across the country are reaping the financial benefits thanks to the recent boom in babies. Adelaide housewife Glenda Stevenson stated that she appreciated the financial support from companies such as Johnson & Johnson's. Hang on, that, how does that make sense? Johnson & Johnson are paying for the... Oh, uh, producers telling me to move on to the next story. Hey, look at that. <laughs> Ready, to, to sport. we cross now to our sportscaster, Brad Broadstock. <laughs> yeah, hey, Tim, how's it going, mate? Uh, good, thanks, Brad. What's happening in sport this week, Brad? I'll say that again. What's happening in sport this week, Brad? Oh, Tim, mate, absolutely nothing happened. This week is the uh, mid-season,
1: non-competitive sport week. So uh, absolutely no statistical information to report. Everyone's stand-at-home playing solitaire. Uh, Only amongst themselves, though. There's no way to accurately compare them uh, with other people. So, uh, hey, hey, back to
4: you, Tim, mate. Yeah, yeah, let's... Yeah, footy. Yeah. Great. Good job, Brad. Uh, Your check's in the mail. To other sport now... And South Australian Lawn Bowls selectors are running out of options fast for the side that is to represent South Australia in the Australian Lawn Bowls Championship next week. Chief selector Reginald Livingston attributed the sudden shortage to the rise in heart attacks, strokes and hip replacements falling out of place. In other news, the Nine Network released today that there will be a 96-hour Antiques Roadshow Marathon this weekend. My, my, that's a big weekend. The shipping times for Friday. The Ertie Carrier due in at 0530 hours and departing at 1300 hours. The SS Otteria due in at 1500 hours and departing at 1930 hours. And the Pasha Pashibolka is still listed as delayed. And now it's time for our own celebrity reporter, Mr Hollywood himself. Richard Wright live on the phone from LA.
7: Hello Tim! Oh my God! Oh my God, Tim! Hello! Oh my God!
4: Uh, uh hi Richard. Uh, What's up this week in the world of celebrities?
7: Tim, oh, you will not believe who's having a baby! I I can't even believe it myself. I can't even tell you who it is. I'm so excited. Uh, Also, movies, they're coming out. uh, Celebrities everywhere, they are everywhere. This is Celebrity City, Hollywood, woo!
4: Right, uh, thanks Richard. Uh, Who are the main players in the fashion industry at the moment?
7: Oh, my God. Uh, I, I don't... Uh, I, can't, I can't really tell you right now. <laughs> it's the darkest thing. Uh, I have a bit of a stalking problem. I have uh, actually have this uh, restraining order on me. I'm not allowed within 100 metres uh, of the red carpet, so I... I oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's Britney! Britney! Oh, my God. Oh, wait. No, it's somebody else. Sorry. Sorry, Tim.
4: Great, Richard. That's fantastic. Thanks again. All right, Richard. Uh, any scandals to report?
7: Tim oh yes I can tell you Tim the gossip is that Angelina Jolie has a new stalker and it's me back to you Tim.
4: Woo! Great thanks Richard our ever reliable Mr Hollywood Richard Wright live on the phone there from LA. A quick weather check for tomorrow the inner core remains stable at 9000 degrees Celsius. It's back to the studio with Adam. You're on the yacht on Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM.
0: Yes, we're on the yacht again. And we're in the studio with our full cadre of guests. That means, of course, I'm here. I'm Adam. Uh, Norman Vine, Dr. Kevin Goodall, and rounding out the quadri... What's the net? What's, the f- what's four in... It? But rounding out the Qu- four... Quartet. Quartet. Yes. That is the word that I was looking for. Thank you, Norman. Rounding
4: it out is, of course, Tim Ray from the newsroom. Well, yes, I, I, I do feel sometimes I'm not really part of the group because I am, you know, so far removed. I'm in this little news booth and I can barely see you, but... How's the weather down there? <laughs> uh,
0: dry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Actually,
4: he's upstairs, isn't he? Yeah, I guess so. I
0: think I he's so. on the uh,
2: second floor. Really, in this place, it's like an Escher drawing. There's stairs everywhere,
0: isn't there? And they're all leading into one another. Terrible,
4: terrible. Monks sitting around reading. Mm. Tim. Yes. uh, You had some poll results. Yes. Very interesting, actually. Uh, Last night's poll, the question was, do you think Ben Cousins should play AFL football again? We had 84,000 callers. Uh, 113% of them said no. So that was quite interesting. Moving on to tonight's poll question. Do you not agree with Mr Rand's decision to not say yes to Mr Rudd's campaign on anti-yes policies? So please call double 50000 and let us know what you think. Yes, you can call that number if you would like, one eight three three five thousand.
0: Uh So interesting results there, Tim. What do you make of them?
4: Well, we, we do have... Some slight computer problems, so there may be a margin of error, but, um, Mm. you know, uh, these things do have good merit if they are in the right hands.
2: Where there's smoke, there's fire, Tim.
0: Oh, like you wouldn't believe.
1: And the best way to smoke is with vine and hedges, fine cigars.
0: Now, on the topic of Ben Cousins, I know we covered it last night, but I thought we'd talk about it a bit more now that we have these rather conclusive results. Drugs. I mean, what do you make of them, Dr. Kevin Goodall?
2: Not a lot. Um, <laughs> i got to say, out of my uh, drug days are long behind me. You have... This is, this is a revelation. I didn't know you had drug days. Well, um, I don't know if it's something to talk about on the, on the uh, talking, as they say, but really, uh, oh, wild days in campus youth, uh, mm. you know, the, the halcyon days of LSD, if you will. But um, you, and said, your, you and your lefty friends. Oh it's it's long behind me Norman I'll I'll leave that kind of thing to you I know how you like your your excess and your vices um I do like my lefty friends uh, keeps I keep my you, enemies close Are you making fun of me Norman Oh I wouldn't dream of it Yeah you you wouldn't
0: I but heard I heard you couldn't dream now that you were taking those pills
1: Fluoroxivine, that is one of the side effects but I do recommend it it does uh, help with depression Florex Mm. Very oh, serious. So? Available at your local chemist. I'd better write this down. Oh I, oh, I have some in my car. I can give you that later. Is that legal? Of course it's legal. Of course it's legal, Adam. Every, every part of my business at uh, Vine Corp is uh, 100% would within you, the law. Would you
0: be willing to submit a full audit? Of
6: course. Just, just as a radio... Of,
0: well, not on the air now. Just as a radio prank, you know. Well, maybe, maybe tomorrow <laughs> tom- night. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. A full Audit I'll get my of accountants. Norman's business accounts. That's a that's a full hour right there, at least. And, and I tell you, it will be a ripping good yarn. We'll mm. need to bring in an extra microphone for all my accountants. Uh, I'll i bags accounts payable because that's the most interesting part of the show. I like depreciation myself. But, you know, that's just me. Well, I mean, there's something for everybody in accounts, isn't there? Uh,
4: well, thanks, Tim, for that. Uh, the polling results. Attention, listener. Radio Adelaide needs your help to stay afloat. Please become part of the crew and subscribe. It's just $52 or 26 concession for the entire year. <laughs> I've paid more for a cup of coffee. Use your closest telephonic device and dial 8303 during business hours to speak to one of our delightful deckhands. Conversely, sail into 228 North Terrace in the city and subscribe in person. Radio Adelaide. As desperate for money as you are.
5: This is Tim Ray speaking.
0: Yes, that was a public service announcement for this station, which is a good idea to subscribe. I would... I have. Uh,
1: we all have, Adam.
0: Yes, thanks, Norman. Well, you're... not me. Yes, you're I'm here. Norman Vine. You are here in the studio. The rules don't o- apply to on... me in the same way. Well, on the topic of you, Norman... Yes? We've had a caller during the break... Um really. Steve. Oh. oh. I was hoping it would be a Violet
1: Crumble again.
0: No, <laughs> no, no, no. She she's probably in bed by this this hour. Uh no. Steve pointed out to me that uh they pointed out to Tim Ray, who was answering the phones. That uh wow. I had mentioned in last week's episode that I was a collector of credenzas, cupboards. And all all sorts of. No, I don't think so. I don't think you're a collector. I think you said you you just had five credenzas. Yes, well, I did have them. Uh, and and he's he's a bit w- s- perplexed as to why you're saying now that this is the, this you own are a collector of credenzas. Uh, I should explain what has happened here. There's a bit of a financial crisis going on at the moment, and. It's fair to say if we were audit, if we were to audit my accounts, things would be looking grim in the red, as they say in the biz. And on the weekend, I held a garage sale. I had to sell uh, several of my belongings just to pay this week's grocery bill. I was uh, last the week before I was down at the green grocers, and it was very embarrassing. My card was rejected because there were not enough funds <laughs> no. <laughs> for me.
1: Well, don't, I can't cry, even. don't cry. Don't <laughs> no, cry. No, no, be, uh, a,
0: be a man. No, Come it, on. That's, that's inappropriate, Norman. Uh, it, it, was, it was hard. Broccoli in hand, being rejected. I could only afford the cauliflower. And let me tell you, when you have steak and veg at night and you, you only have cauliflower and not broccoli, it's, that's not the, a, a good way to live. Norman. But you were my saviour. You, you purchased five of my credenzas for $1,000 in total. It's I, I was trying to sell them for $5,000, uh, and like a good friend, you made a very low offer.
2: <coughs> <coughs> well, we are all tightening the belt in this day and age, Adam. I, I wish I could have been at this garage sale. What, what other wares did you have on offer? Ah, uh, various paraphernalia for
0: certain television shows from the, the 1920s. Sorry, not the 20s. There were no. There were no television. Yeah, but
1: John Logie Baird's original records.
2: I think I was selling my memory. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, well, no. what
2: what a day that would have been to have scooped a bargain down in sunny Largs Bay. I wish I
0: could have been there, Adam. Don't give up my uh, house location (laughs) on (laughs) there.
2: Oh, they already know, Adam. It's all over the internet, I hear. But that's another
0: story. No, I don't know a lot about the internet.
2: Look, uh, the two of you are both more than welcome to come
1: enjoy my fine five (laughs) credenzas in my garage now.
0: Do you have room to fit them? Because, as I was saying on last week's show, there's not enough room in my house for that much. Well,
1: I, I own a multi-story parking garage for my collection of classic cars, so yes, there, there was
0: ample ample space. Ample space. So the garage wasn't full. Well, maybe that's a sign that we're all hitting uh, been been hit hard uh, no, by this. No, turn I, down.
1: no, I no, I recently bought a larger parking garage, so my my collection mm. has yet to uh,
2: reach capacity. The new warehouse. What Norman, you can be a real gas bag at times. I'm sorry, Adam, I interrupted. Yes, I
0: I'm afraid he can be like this sometimes. It's But that's the show, isn't it, oh, Dr. Kevin Goodall. It's just three old gentlemen gas bagging on the talking. Ah, oh, well, but that's the way we like it, isn't it? Oh yes. And
2: what a pleasure to be back, Adam.
0: Yes, we loved having you back. It's good to be here amongst good friends. The kind of friends who will fork out $1,000 when you really need it about five times. For a
2: credenza! They were classics from the 1830s France era. Georgian, probably shipping them for firewood.
0: He doesn't even know the era they were from. He's got that kind of money to...
2: (laughs) Oh, look, Norman.
1: I'm a man who, kn- who knows what he likes, and I like credenzas.
2: Norman, the bells are ringing. We can continue this tomorrow night. Yes, all right. Uh, thank you,
0: Dr. Kevin Goodall, Norman, and Tim Ray. You're on the yacht. Not anymore. Good night. Up next is the BBC.
5: We're going to play three tests. Five,
6: one day, and into-